Hey, welcome to Kevin O with Unplugged, where we talk about life, leadership, and all the things in between. I want to thank you for joining me today on, uh, what is this, our 15th episode of Kevin Elworth Unplugged. And uh, we've covered a lot of ground, taken a lot of territory, and today I want to help you kind of reposition, focus your life on gratitude uh, as we kind of dissect and divulge, uh, man, a bunch of different things. But, you know, we're kind of in the season of Thanksgiving right now. Thanksgiving has my is my favorite holiday. It's for almost two weeks past Thanksgiving now. but. Um, I just really sense that this is a time to be really just grateful for just productivity, movement, blessing, provision, all the things. And so it's it's definitely a specific posture that we have to set ourselves into to get that mindfulness ingrained. It, you know, without a specific intentionality, this is true of anything else, without a specific intentionality around this idea in our life, it will always seem to kind of erode away. Have you ever kind of noticed that, that we gravitate towards problems or negativity unless we specifically decide otherwise? And it's really a mindset thing like everything else. You know, the thing that I do most in my business right now is I help people establish their mindsets towards where they want to go and what they want to do. What I'm, what I'm really beginning to recognize is that without a position or an attitude of gratitude, we will trend towards fear pretty quickly more than any other time of our lives. You know, if we, um, fear is captivating to so many people and it's just, it's isolating, it's debilitating, it, it's preventative, it, it restrains you from so many things. But when we start recognizing the, the beauty and benefit of our lives and start being thankful for something, it actually repositions our focus. It, it like it drops a, 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 a an obscurity that's preventing you from actually seeing what's going on and gives you the ability to perceive and press forward towards life in a way that you were kind of blind to previous to this. Um, I, I have some quotes that I want to just bring before you today. Some of them are from me. Some of them are for some other, from some other people. And um, so I want to just bring this up to you. These these first this first one's from me. Thankfulness repositions our posture towards receiving rather than fearful of losing. And man, I see this fleshed out in so many people's lives. We, most of our lives, we are afraid of something leaving our presence, whether it's, you know, momentum and things that we have worked hard to attain. And we live our lives out of fear of losing rather than thankful that we've acquired something and continuing to move forward. Fear fear is this like living, breathing dragon that I, I kind of, I feel like we are constantly at war with. And I feel like, honestly, as I was telling my wife the other day, I, I really what I want to do in my business is I want to seek to eradicate fear with the people that will allow me to work with them. Not everyone will allow me to work with them, but for the ones that do, I want to help them eradicate fear from their lives. Because my premise is, is that if we can get rid of fear, we can accomplish and conquer so much more. So for so many of you that have been close to me and have been associated with my life for the last few years, you know that you know I was a pastor. And so I dedicated so much of my life and my, my work, my career towards the dissemination or the propagation of the the word of God. And do you know how many times it says in the Bible to not be afraid? It's 
it's so many. And so I know that there are numbers out there. You know, there's like someone says there's 365 times in the Bible that it says fear not or don't be afraid or some some rendition thereof. We just read one this morning from Deuteronomy chapter 31. There's also one that is really kind of foundational for, for me when I meet with new clients. I talk to them about Joshua chapter 1 and the idea of don't be intimidated, don't be fearful, don't be discouraged, don't be dismayed, don't none of these things. And the guarantee of success that comes through this fearless determination, I, I feel like it's my job is what my next calling is, is to eradicate fear from the lives of those people that will choose to work with me. And what I recognize is that probably the number one facet towards getting to a fearless mentality is thankfulness. Thankfulness will get you there because if you only ever focus on the things that are troubling in front of you, you can't be thankful for any of it. You, and, and you're only ever trying to fix that thing you're afraid of. And so thankfulness repositions our posture towards receiving rather than the fear than fearful of losing. I wrote this the other day. I was standing in a, in a church service and I just felt like the Lord spoke to me and he said this, write this down. The work of God in your life is not about what you can offer, but what you are willing to receive. Oh my gosh. You know, like the word of God says that God is a giver of gifts and he's constantly giving, he gave us his son, you know, as a sacrifice for our salvation, for our sinful our sinful situation, our sinful standing, and he gave. And so what what do we have to do to receive? But just take it. We have to receive it. The work of God in your life is not about what you can offer, but what you are willing to receive. So many people in life feel like they have to have something valuable to offer. It's not about what you can offer. It's about what you are willing to accept that God is giving. And so we got to have a an attitude of gratitude, a, a position of thankfulness to say, God, I, I will receive that. I will give, I will accept that thing that you're giving me today. And I have a whole theory about this whole thing. You know, the, the principle, I can't think of where it's at, probably the Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus literally says, um, ask and you shall receive, knock and it will be opened unto you, seek and you shall find. And those are all principles. I, I was always under the impression that those were, you know, spiritual or scriptural only, and that are not. They're actually for life as well. You ask, you seek, and you look for, you knock. You are out there trying to acquire the territory, the the opportunity, the things that are going to advance your life, because he, he promised you that. There's a specific verse in Matthew, I think it's 19, that actually says that he will give you a hundredfold, a hundred X in this life and eternal life in the next. So he is out to enrich and bless and, and prosper, prosper your life. We just need to be asking for it, asking, seeking, and finding, or asking, seeking, and knocking for those opportunities. So the work of God in your life is not about what you can offer, but what about you're willing to receive? So here's a, a Maxwell quote that I want to give you. Um, Always make gratitude greater than success. Wow, what a what a powerful thought. Always make gratitude greater than success. And then I just kind of searched for a couple other powerful notes, and I got a couple for you. Um, this is from G.K. Chesterton. He says, when it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or you take them for gratitude. Wow. I, lo- I love the I, the angle on that. Take them for granted or take them for gratitude. In other words, he's literally saying, take everything in your life with an element of thankfulness. Even the tough things, even the things that you didn't want, you didn't see coming, you know, there's always those things that are going to just disrupt your flow and 
you didn't want that. No one wants to have problems. You know, I had to drop my car off yesterday, my van at a, a repair shop because of a, something that went wrong. And, and so, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to deal with these things and we can either look at them and say, um, I, I, I detest that this is something that's happening and it's going to disrupt your flow. Or you can just say, you know what? It's, it was no surprise to God. So I'm not going to be surprised by it either. And maybe it's something that I don't know how I'm going to navigate through or how I'm going to handle, but, uh, you know, he does. And so I'm going to just entrust him with it. We're just going to process and power through this. It's going to be fine. When it comes to life, the critical thing is whether you take things for granted or you take them for gratitude. Love that. Um, one of my favorite authors, Norman Vincent Peale, who wrote the amazing book, um, The Power of Positive Thinking. Highly encourage you to read that. The more practical the art of thankfulness, the more you have to be thankful for. The more the more I'm sorry, the more you practice the art of thankfulness, the more you have to be thankful for. Isn't it strange how that sometimes without, you know, when we determine to be thoughtful of what we're thankful for, it's almost tough sometimes to be thankful for. So I just asked, you know, one of our kids, I asked, we were, we were doing a prayer time and I asked him, Hey, why don't you pray and choose something that you can be thankful for? And he sat there probably 60 seconds and didn't say anything. And I was like, seriously, nothing you can be thankful for. And it wasn't that he was just kind of cycling through a whole bunch of things in his mind. And, and uh, it is what it is. But the more you practice the art of thankfulness, the more you realize, my gosh, I have so much to be thankful for. So there's so many things. And I'm looking out the window in my yard right now, and I have a, literally have a trailer full of firewood. And we heat our house primarily with firewood. And honestly, I'm just thankful that we have wood around to burn. And I don't have to buy it. I don't. Have to, I just have to go out and get it, just load it up and burn it. I'm thankful for that. Learn the things that you can have in your life, and they can be so simple. They can be so, so simple. Um, but if you practice thankfulness, it just permeates through so much more of your life. Um, this one doesn't have an author ascribed to it, so I'm not sure who said this, but gratitude is the ability to experience life as a gift. Oh my gosh, I love that. Gratitude is the ability to experience life as a gift. Man, every single day is such a gift to us. And so let's, let's, Let's be, let's figure out how to be grateful for it. I want to give you some, like a, a daily process, how to assess gratitude in your life. And so I have a, like a specific process that I go through with this and I wanted to just extend it to you, um, to see if I can just be of an help and, and some encouragement to you kind of along the way. But how do you assess gratitude in your life? Um, I think, what do I have? Like four things here that I want to share with you. Yeah. First one is this daily prepare. And so I've already talked to you about the importance of the startup process. I believe your startup process is literally the most important tool that you have in your arsenal about how to make a successful day. So you're going to daily start up your day. And uh, I, I firmly believe that the higher performance you are, the more stringent your startup needs to become. And I think you need to integrate an element of thankfulness right from the get-go. It's literally programming your thought process. Hey, I'm thankful today. I'm thankful for, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful that I got up when I wanted to get up. You know, my body freaking woke me up this morning at 4 a.m. Why? I don't know. It's not, it's not the time I get up, but 
I, I've been wide awake the whole time and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I had some moments this morning when I got to just be alone and I got to think and I got to process and I got to journal and I got to write and I got to type out some things and listen to some things and, and read some things. I opened the word of God and it spoke to me and I got a verse and I'm like, yes, that's what I need for today. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to go after that. It came from Proverbs chapter five. And so I'm just headed in that direction. There's a daily process that I started and it affected my attitude. And so, you know, when my kids get up and there starts being noise in the house and, and movement and all this stuff, I can look at that and be like, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful I'm thankful for these things. I'm thankful that we get to talk through some problems of our of our current situation because at least I have someone to talk it through with and we'll figure it out. We'll watch the goodness of God at work for us. I'm thankful for that. So daily startup. The second one is daily shutdown. I call it a daily praise. There's a moment at the end of my day where I actually, uh, I really believe pretty fervently in the idea of programming your subconscious mind right before you go to sleep. So there's kind of a a dialogue that you go through by yourself, you know, in the quietness of the moment as you're just kind of shutting down your day. My my wife calls it like closing the pop-up windows. And I think there's a there's a part right there where you're just closing your day with gratitude. I'm thankful for what I got to experience today. I'm thankful for the conversations that I had today. I'm thankful for the problems that came up today. And now I get to see how God's going to resolve this problem. And whatever, whatever these things are. But if you, if you put that in your mind before you go to sleep, you will be amazed how much more positively you wake up and how much more gratitude you can see and sense as you start your next day. And then it just becomes this long connection of chain links that are all interconnected together because you're just, you just possess this idea of gratitude. Um, The third one I want to tell you is just accurate perspective. Be aware of the good not just your problems. You know, we get so fixated on the things that go wrong in our life, the things that we didn't want or the things that we don't see coming. And, you know, I know the higher performance you get, the more problems you have. And and I told someone yesterday, I was meeting with a potential new client for the first time. And and I told them, I said, I'm working with people on all ends of the spectrum from brand new startups that are, you know, people still in high school or just graduated from high school. And I'm working with companies that are revenues in the millions of dollars. And the 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 interesting thing is, is that all the problems are the same. They just have different zeros on the end of it. And And really they are. They get a little bit more complex as they go along. And maybe there's some legality to what they're doing and what they're experiencing and seeing and all those different things. But We've got to be aware of the good in these things, not just the problems. And I coined this phrase a couple couple weeks back when I was dealing with this, but when you focus on your problems, you may only fix your problems. And and this is the moment where we get so very tunnel tunnel focused that all we can see is the thing that's in front of me that I just it's making me uncomfortable and I wish it wasn't there and I detest it. And, you know, we procrastinate on these things and we don't know what to do about it and they're gonna be expensive and all the things. But when you focus on your problems, you may only fix your problem. It's not even a guarantee. You may not fix it. When you focus on your outcome, you will accomplish your outcome and your problem will resolve itself. I pretty firmly believe that. You know, you will have to work on some things with your problem, but I would never advise you to spend all of your attention focused on fixing a problem. It, It is a bad idea. Keep your attention fixed on the outcome that you want. What is the destination that you're going after? What is the growth goal that you're seeking to establish in your life? Go hard after that and watch as the problems just kind of resolve themselves. 
They, they're not even worth their effort, your effort, your time frame, your your mentality, your your brain power. Don't spend any time on that. Just focus on this is who I want to become. This is the location that I want to arrive at. And I know there's going to be some problems along the way. But at the end of every day, I'm going to thank God for what I've got to experience, for what I got to explore, for what I got to see. And I'm going to then expect when we become thankful, it also gives us an element of expectation that, hey, tomorrow is going to be just the same. I get to do this again tomorrow on repeat. Fourth thing I want to offer to you this is be known for your attitude of gratitude rather than your grumble or your fearfulness. Have you ever been around someone that's just grumbles about life? And then, you know, there's the other person that is just constantly entrenched in fear. You know, to be honest with you, I can't really stand those kind of people. There's, it's just abrasive. It's uncomfortable. I feel tense inside and it just, oh, it makes me want to like, I need some distance, right? You got to have some recovery time from situations like this. But when you switch on an attitude of gratitude, um, an attitude, mindfulness of gratefulness, it changes the perspective about everything. And it doesn't seem like anything is too big of a deal. Why? Because I'm thankful. There's always something in our lives that we can be thankful for. Your world can be falling apart. But if you can fix your focus on where you want to go, who you want to become, and something that you can be grateful for, it can literally change everything. I think, what is it? The Psalm, Psalm 46 that talks about this. Even though the worlds are falling apart, um, I can something. I got to look this up. So let me, let me just find this real fast because I can do that. I was a pastor once. <laughs> um, God is our mighty fortress, always ready to help in times of need. So we won't be afraid. Let the earth tremble. Let the mountains tumble into the deepest sea. Let the ocean roar and foam with its raging waves and shake the mountains. And then it changes it. Changes. So here's the certainty. Here's what you're up against. But let's change your perspective. Let's look at the positivity, right? A river and its streams bring joy to the city, which is a sacred home of the God Most High, of God Most High. God is in that city, and it will not be shaken. He will help at dawn. I love that. That's This is powerful. This is, this is exactly where we need to be and what we need to be focused on and about. So let me just kind of recap that for you before we head off into today. Um, how to assess your gratitude, your daily startup process, daily prepare for it. Number two, your shutdown process. You're going to do some, integrate some purposeful praise into your life. Um, you're going to have an accurate perspective. Be aware of the good, not just the problems. And then be known for your attitude of gratitude, not your grumble or fearfulness. So you have some work to do. You got some things to attack. Get rid of that fearful mentality. Start some m- movement and moments of great gratefulness and gratitude into your life and into your thinking. And I guarantee you, You'll start seeing some some change in who you are and who you can become. And and honestly, the certainty is, is that we can always be a little bit more grateful. We can always add to our gratefulness and our gratitude. And uh, it will magnetize your personality. People will be drawn to you because of your positivity, your gratefulness, your thankfulness, your goodness. And it just will be good. So listen, I wish you the best. I hope you're well. As always, don't ever hesitate to let me know how I can help you. My job here is to help you accomplish and envision and get to reality the things that you are after. Um, I find myself handing out a whole lot of permission these days. Yes, you can do that. Yes, you can go there. Yes, you can try that. Yes, you can explore that. Yes, you can whatever. 
People just need to be told, yes, let's try it. Let's see what you got to, to do. So if there's something I can do to help you, to come alongside you, to inspire you, to encourage you, to do whatever it takes, that's what a coach does. And I would love to uh, work alongside of you in whatever your vision for your future is. So be blessed, be encouraged, go out and get some amazingness today. And uh, I pray you're well. Have fun.